Hello. Hello. And welcome back to the Wanderlust podcast. Yeah, we're going to be talking about why you need earplugs if you're travelling to Venice. And why you should definitely travel out of season rather than in season. Yep, all of this on today's episode of the, the Wanderlust podcast. podcast. Hello, Wonder listeners, and welcome back to episode three of the Wonderlist podcast. Yeah, I am full of excitement. And I'm full of cold. <laughs> yes, you are. But you know what I'm not full of? What? Wonderlust. <gasps> and neither will you after you listen to our podcast. Oh, oh, very nice. That seamless. was a nice time, that wasn't it? Was, I like yeah. that. Well done. Making your cold into a joy. <laughs> Making your cold into a joy. I don't know, something along those lines. Sure. Could be the new slogan. <laughs> so, where are we visiting in today's episode, Jack? We're going to Italy. More specifically... Oh, Venice. Yes, the northern part of Italy, a small city in the very, very northern parts of Italy, and it's absolutely glorious. It's floating. Yeah, it is floating, and it's awesome. There aren't actually any roads in Venice. It's all canals that run into the Grand Canal, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. But it was high up on our bucket list of things to do, and you should absolutely do it too. Oh, that rhymed. It did. <laughs> As always, we're going to break this podcast into four segments, the first one being travel, eat and sleep. And then we're going to give you our top five things to do whilst you're in Venice. Then we'll be giving you our travel tips. And segment four, we'll be rounding it off with some phrases. We will get an Italian friend to teach you how to speak Italian. Italiano. Beautiful, Jack. You're Thank a you. pro. Let's cure your wonderless needs with our Wonderless podcast. Oh, nice, Justine. Let's do this. Travel, eat and sleep. Travel, eat and sleep, baby. Travel, eat and sleep, baby. Wow, I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about travel then. We flew to Venice and we'll talk about the flight in a moment because it was terrifying. You said we flew to Venice, but... Well, if you live in Italy, you could get a train to Venice. But we don't live in Italy. We we walked to Venice, everyone. <laughs> we hop, skipped and jumped to Venice, everyone. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just... It's The first segment is travel, eat and sleep. We travelled by plane and plot twist... It wasn't with Ryanair this time. No, no, it was with... EasyJet. Oh, yeah, another budget airline that does what it says on the tin. Yeah, we're not sponsored by EasyJet, but we'd like to be if you're listening to EasyJet. <laughs> I'm wondering how many of these podcasts you're going to squeeze that into. <laughs> Now's a good time to talk about our affiliation. <laughs> oh, you're being serious. Sorry. Why was that funny? I'm so sorry. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Now is a good time to talk about our affiliation with... Cabin Max Backpacks. Oh, yeah. So if you're like us and you like to travel lightly on a budget flight, Cabin Max Backpacks are the ones for you. They fit the exact requirements that you need to fit your bag under the seat in front of you, which means you don't have to pay any luggage costs. Yeah, so you got money for your holiday instead. Now, if you want to get your hands on a Cabin Max Backpack, we have a special promotional discount code, which is... Wanderlist15. What's that? Wanderlist15. Absolutely. That will give you 15% off your very own Cabin Max backpack and we could not recommend them enough. So yeah, back to the flights. Flights were about £40 return, mega cheap and totally worth it. But let's talk about how terrifying the landing was. Now, let me tell you, everyone. I say that a lot, don't I? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, but let me tell you. But let me tell you. Let me tell you, everyone. When we were landing, I've never been so scared in my entire life because the captain was like, cabin crew, seats for landing. And they were like, You've heard the captain. Put your seats up now, please. And we we looked at the window 
And I was like, there isn't any land to land on. It was just sea. It was all water everywhere. And we were like, what does he mean landing? Ha so, ha ha. I said to Justine, I was like, he's saying we're landing, but there's no land, Justine. And we kept going down and down and down. And then I looked at the window and we were basically touching the ocean. And I was like, oh no, Justine, I think he's not realised that there's... <laughs> and then we landed. And then boof, boof. And it, we landed on in Marco, po- Marco Polo Airport. Yep. And it turns out that that's a common thing that people think. So if you are a little bit scared of flying, like I used to be, then make sure that you don't panic because there is land there and you will land. And these pilots are extremely skilled at landing this plane, let me tell you that. And then to get from Marco Polo Airport into the centre of Venice, you take, and this is very exciting, an airport water taxi. How awesome is that? And you just get a little boat, basically, and it's a little taxi boat from the airport to the city. Eat. Let's move on to eat. So, obviously, you've got your pizza, your pasta, your red wine, your gelato, because you're in Italy. Why would you not eat all of those brilliant things? Carb City. We had a good steak, didn't we? Yeah, we we had so much good food. And another thing that we had, which you absolutely need to try if you go to Venice, is, I'm not pronouncing this right, I'm so sorry, but Cicchetti? It's about C-I-C-C-H-E-T-T-I. And what it is, is basically small side dishes or little snacks that you can get. So if you're on a budget and you just want little snacks on the go, your chiquetti is what you're going to be after. And it's local to Venice. You normally get it with like coffee and stuff, don't you? So you can get a coffee and a chiquetti at the same time. You can it might indeed. be like little bits of parma ham or little bits of bread with things on it. It's really cool. Or you can get a wine with it. Who knows? Whatever time of day it is. Seafood is another big thing in Venice because obviously you're surrounded by water. So if you like seafood, I definitely recommend That's trying. like my diet, Justine. I see food and eat it. I knew you were going. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Someone stop me. Stop right now. Just stop. <laughs> and uh, finally, we really need to talk about coffee in Venice. Coffee is, we obviously, we're big coffee lovers. There's loads of coffee shops. But a little fun fact, the history of coffee in terms of it entering Europe is actually linked into Venice and Venetian merchants. Venetian merchants actually brought coffee into Europe for the first time. So with that in mind, you're going to have to drink coffee in Venice. We highly recommend it. And one place that we went to which had amazing coffee was Café del Doge. That's D-O-G-E. And it's like artisan coffee, really nice. And that's right by the Rialto Bridge, which we'll cover later. So those are our top recommendations for eat. Yeah, you got Venice to thank for your cup of old Joe. <laughs> Is that what it's called, coffee? Old Joe? Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. <laughs> Moving on to sleep. Now, we stayed in this amazing place. Like, I'm not kidding. It was like a massive palace. High floor to ceiling rooms and it had like tapestry everywhere. And this is another reason why we suggest that you go out of season rather than in season. It's because we got an upgrade. Yeah, we did, baby. A free upgrade. It was gorgeous, but I don't remember the name of it because that's a Justine job. (laughs) It was called the Duodo... I'm probably, again, not saying that right. Duodo Palace Hotel. That's D-U-O-D-O Palace Hotel. And it essentially looked like a palace and it was stunning. So luxurious, so decadent and so Venetian. Like everything in Venice is very gothic-y and the architecture is beautiful. And and most hotels looked this glamorous and luxurious. This was just one that we found and we loved it. We actually booked through Hotels.com because I had a free night. There's a little travel tip for you as well get your promotional codes we had a free night so that made the travel costs even cheaper and it was worth it it was beautiful so yeah we had a room that was overlooking the canal and gondolas used to go past in the morning and they used to sing lots and lots and lots of songs and if you're a morning person like me 
It was beautiful. What a way to wake up in the morning. But if you're not, then get yourself some earplugs, like we mentioned at the start of the podcast, because (laughs) I was furious. (laughs) Well, he was furious initially. He was like, what's that noise? And then when I brought him to the window, he was like, oh, wow, we're being woken up by gondolas in Venice. What a dream. Oh, darling, I'm so bored. But this place is positively wondrous. This place has so much to do. So I will guide you, I will see you through. So many wonders I bet you never knew. These are our top five things to do. Let's jump straight in with the most stereotypical touristy thing ever. The gondolas. Now, if you're debating about whether to do a gondola or not, do it absolutely do it it's the most magical experience and you're only really going to get that kind of experience in venice so when in rome as they say or when in venice Venice. yeah absolutely (laughs) i mean yeah they can be expensive guys but listen it's an experience that you will not want to miss out on there was a point actually where i fell asleep Justine had to wake me up because the rocking of the boat and the people singing in italian it was gorgeous so make sure you do it This is the second reason why we recommend travelling out of season to Venice and that's because it's so much cheaper. You can haggle things down and you can save yourself a bit of money. We went in January, which was obviously quite out of season and everybody just wants something to do. So the going rate in summer for a gondola is about €100 and in the end we paid 30 because we haggled them right down. I think we started at 50 and in the end he accepted 30 so I'm not sure what kind of haggling rates they run on but it was great for us. Yeah, it it was great. I think there must have been some kind of language barrier because we were like, hmm, would you do it for 50? And he was like, yes. And we're like, okay, great. And he went, fine, 35. And we were like, okay. 30? And he was 30? like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> anyway, it was an absolute bonus because they just want to be kept busy. And it's a lovely, lovely way to see the city of Venice. So number one is gondola experience on the Grand Canal. Number two are the beautiful islands just off Venice, Murano and Burano. Sounds like a song. Murano is just gorgeous. It's famous for glass blowing. So if you've heard of any Murano glassware, that that's where it comes from. It's not like a factory. It's a gorgeous little place where locals or localers, as just the localers, like to say, <laughs> the locals make all these glasses and they are gorgeous. In fact, I bought one and brought it home very, very carefully. It's your favourite glass now, isn't it's it? It's my gin glass, isn't it's it? It's your gin glass. My gin glass. <laughs> and it's blue and white. And do you know what? We've got a video of them making it, so I'm going to share that on our social media at some point. Oh, dude, the one where they make that? Yeah, it's amazing, absolutely. And Burano's very similar in terms of its beautiful, colourful buildings. Great to have a little walk around. There's some little shops, cafes and restaurants. It's a lovely little day trip, and you can get there from another uh, little water taxi. So you just get a little water taxi from Venice to Murano, and it's a nice day trip out to see some more culture and beauty. Number three is all about bridges. Oh, yes. Venice, as we've said, is predominantly water. And so there are many, many bridges in Venice. Over 300, in fact. I googled that fact, but there are over 300. There's no way you know that. You just reeling these (laughs) facts off. I did Google that fact. But yeah, so there's over 300 bridges. However, there's a couple of famous ones and the two that we visited, which are sensational for your Instagrammable photo moments, the Rialto Bridge and the Bridge of Size. And we highly recommend visiting these. Have a little walk. There's coffee shops either end of the bridges. But if you want that beautiful picture and we recommend going at either sunrise or sunset, set for that absolute show-stopping breathtaking photo it's gorgeous number four is all about the square 
Yes, Piazza San Marco, which also features St. Mark's Basilica, another beautiful building, really gothic beautiful architecture, and an absolute must-visit, the Piazza San Marco. There are so many pigeons there. <laughs> oh, there are, aren't there? There are yeah. so many pigeons. So if you like pigeons, go with some food. I don't no, know. No, you can't. You get arrested if you feed them. Oh, you do? Yeah, don't do it. Don't do that. Why do everywhere we visit, there's potential of getting arrested for doing <laughs> things we do in the UK? We need yeah. to mind this. Maybe you could take rice and they'd be like, well, I'm solving the problem as well as seeing the problem. You're so... No, don't do that. Do not recommend doing that. I'm a bad vegetarian, aren't I? You're a terrible vegetarian. (laughs) And I also believe it's illegal to sit down there. Am I right in thinking that the police I don't think it's illegal, but they were definitely lifting people up. Yeah, they they were telling people not to sit down. It's not a place where you just sit and mull about. Like, there are police monitoring it quite heavily. But it's a beautiful place, another great photo opportunity. And there's also lots of cafes around there, but... Listen to the next section for why we think you shouldn't sit at those coffee shops. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for our travel tips and we'll give you a little inside scoop. And finally, our top pick, number five, is, it's quite an easy one, but walking tours. Walk everywhere. Don't stay put in Venice. Everything is walkable. You can get around the whole place quite easily. Walk, explore. There are beautiful museums and restaurants and shops. There's obviously the famous Venetian mask shops, which you absolutely need to go and visit. We bought one back, didn't we? We didn't buy one back. We bought two back. We did buy two back. Yeah, we got a bit carried away. You can't help it. There's vintage bookshops. There's museums. There's the Museo della Musica. I think I've said that right, which is we're very into music. So that was an amazing place to visit. And just venture slightly further away from the piazza and see more of the beautiful things that Venice has to offer. It's the Wanderlist Travel Tips. Yay. <laughs> Let's have some travel tips then. I'm going to kick straight off with not getting a coffee in the square. And that sounds like I'm being very dramatic, but trust me, it's very tempting. You're going to sit there, you're going to have a coffee, and it's lovely. You can look at all the pigeons. You can sit down without being arrested. <laughs> yeah, you can. But trust me when I say it will It will be like having a second mortgage in order to pay for that coffee. Yeah, you will have to take out a second mortgage. <laughs> it's very expensive. We did it and we regretted it because it was like 15 quid a coffee. So very expensive. expensive. So what we recommend doing is literally take a two to three minute walk outside of the Piazza San Marco buy a coffee there to take away for the standard price of about £2 a coffee and bring it into the piazza and then you can have a lovely walk around with your coffee. Just don't sit down. Just don't sit down. Our second travel tip for Venice is, as we've mentioned already, travel out of season. Now, we urge you to do this for various reasons. We've already mentioned that it's slightly cheaper for you and you'll get upgraded for free because it's not as busy. But the other reason is because Venice is known for being a little bit smelly in the Ugh. summer. <laughs> Thank you for all. Oh, that was a very graphic sound effect. Yeah, sorry if you don't like giving. <laughs> but it can be known to get quite smelly in the summer because obviously everything's surrounded by water, which means the sewer system is kind of surrounding you as well. And when the heat is involved, it's not pleasant. However, if you go in January like we did or out of season when it's a bit colder, it smells I wouldn't say it smells great, but it doesn't smell bad. It just smells of a city, really. Just a bit smelly. And that's okay. I mean, we lived in London for years, so (laughs) London's a bit smelly. We've probably got a tolerance, haven't we? Yeah. But that's another reason why we highly recommend going out of season. There's many reasons. And you get a little bit more time for yourselves without being, you know, in the hustle and bustle of it all. 
So number three is join a cashback scheme. Absolutely. You've got things like Quidco, Top Cashback. I think your bank account does it. Yeah, most bank accounts do it these days. Basically, if you spend everyday spends, you get cashback on certain things. Booking.com is on there. Hotels.com is on there. Lots of airlines are on there. So when you're booking your holiday, something that you're going to be doing anyway, like your flights and your activities and your hotels, do it through a cashback scheme and you'll earn money back. It's just another way to save those pennies. We actually used this, didn't we, to... um get a voucher for hotels.com we did we had about 50 quid in our quidco account and we turned it into a voucher and got a free hotel night well worth it and finally number four is do your research look at booking.com hotels.com look at visit venice places like that we do like airbnb but you only need two to three days in venice to really appreciate the city so airbnb probably isn't worth all the cleaning fees and things for a trip like this so i would say just book yourself a really nice hotel they are all beautiful as i said very gothic very architectural do your research book yourself somewhere nice on the canal and just really enjoy this trip nothing was too pricey for this trip our hotel as we said was mega cheap and we got upgraded so do your research before you go and have a wonderful time because I'm rapping and I'm rhyming and I'm rhyming like a real MC Taking all the energy like energy deficiency part three I'm like Muhammad Ali cause I'm floating like a butterfly And sticking here like a bee you can try Oh my god find. babe, that is so good you sound just like Drake Can you do it in French? I can't Spanish? I can't German? I can't Russian? No, I can't Norwegian? I can't Alright, do you know what you need babe? Some phrases Right yeah, some phrases. Now, I think we should introduce our Italian friend this week, Justine. And why is that? Uh, because we we didn't actually have an Italian friend. So in true Justine and Jack style, we found one. <laughs> we did. We found a lovely Italian friend on a job that we're currently working on and said, hey, we need someone that speaks Italian. And he was more than obliging. And I cannot read my own writing, but I want to say his name's Carlo. But I could just be making that up from the I notes think you're on my page. That up. I don't think that's his name. <laughs> but he was super lovely, super friendly. And if in doubt, find a friend. So let's start with hello. Ciao. One more time. Ciao. Goodbye. Arrivederci. And one more time. Arrivederci. Please. Per favore. And thank you. Grazie. And let's say those again. Please. Per favore. And thank you. Grazie. What a beautiful language. Can I just interject here and say how magical and floaty it sounds? You always say this. It's like either sing-songy or floaty or... But they are. Like, I just think <laughs> languages are so beautiful. And then you hear my Midlands dulcet tones and I think, need to learn myself another language. <laughs> I quite like your dulcet tones, though. Aw, thanks. Love you. <laughs> yes. Husband points. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to one, two, three, four beers. Yeah, we got an added bonus from our Italian friend, didn't we? Four beers. They like a beer. Una birra, due birre, tre birre, quattro birre. And if you're like me and you don't really drink beer, but you like a wine, especially in Italy, how do we ask for a glass of wine, please? Un bicchiere di vino, per favore. Oh, can you play that one again? Because I really like it. Un bicchiere di vino, per favore. Okay, so you got your beer and your wine, and you want to know how to say cheers. Salute. Oh, let's say that again. Salute. Salute. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> and again, as we say on every podcast, try, try, try. They will appreciate you giving it a go, even if you just say hello and goodbye or thank you. They'll really appreciate you trying. And finally, we have 
our random phrase that is something that is said in Italy and probably not known here. And our phrase for today is... Piove sempre sul bagnato. Now, he didn't really know how to translate this into English, but from what we got from it, he was basically saying that when it rains, it pours. Yeah, so if you start your day off badly, it's going to end badly. A bit like we call it the snowball effect here. So if you let one bad thing affect you, it's going to have a rippling effect throughout your day. So start your day off well, I think is the motto of the message. Let's all hear it for our Italian friend. Thanks, mate. And that nicely rounds up episode three. I am so sorry if you just listened to Justine talk and talk and talk uh, and Well, talk. that's because somebody <laughs> is full of snot. Yeah, well, somebody's full of s***. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. We just want to say thank you so much for listening to episode three. We appreciate you all so much. And if you want to share any of your travel pictures or experiences from your trip to Venice or anywhere else in the world, find us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. That's right. We're now on TikTok at The Wanderlist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Or as they say in Italy. Arrivederci. See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you've enjoyed it, head on over to Instagram and give us a follow at The Wanderlist Podcast. Say it again, baby. At The Wanderlist Podcast. Woo!